Hello everybody, welcome back to Ceasefire Babies, episode 9. I'm Matt. I'm Rebecca. And we are very excited to be celebrating Paddy's Day. We're a little bit early, but by the time you hear this, it could be somewhere, I don't know. <laughs> we are going Shamrocks and Shillelaghs mad. It's Myths, Legends, Folklore, not Taylor Swift's album. Oh, I I misunderstood. I've written down my favourite lyrics from Taylor Swift's album, Folklore. And I wrote down my favourites from Nelly Furtado's, but here we are. Brilliant. The show must go on anyway. Like the say, let's go. Saddle up. <laughs> <laughs> Going into the parade tomorrow? I wouldn't be, I, you know what? I'll stay in the back garden with me dog. I think it's the greatest load of pumps and wumps. All the Americans are over here. Oh my God, I love this. I love Ireland. They doing my <laughs> I'm telling you, I hate it. And here we are. Yes. So I've dreamt about us together again. Everywhere you go. Every, Every smile, smile I, I see. That's a wee nod to our Janet Jackson. Love Friend of the break. show. Friend of the show, Janet. 40 years in the biz. <laughs> so we're back, episode 9. Mm-hmm. And it's St. Paddy's Day. Very excited. Well, it will be at some stage. Where are we going? Will, will I meet Jim in one of the bars? Absolutely. We'll go for a throt. <laughs> what sort of week have you had? Oh, I haven't had time to bless myself. Busy, busy. I've been busy getting Phillips. up for work at 5 in the morning. Ugh. Busy, busy. Enough to get up this week for an extra hour because of all, all these spots to squeeze. Ugh. I can lend you the, that acid stuff. Don't advertise <laughs> on the, online. You'll have a hell of a time. You mightn't come back. <laughs> no thanks. I'm just going to let nature take its course. Okay. It's my well, bad week, you see. I've been busy myself. I've mm-hmm. been cooking, cleaning, keeping a house. I'm back in Belfast. So if you thought you smelled shite, it wasn't the farmers out doing the work. It was Matt Fox, Thanks. back again. Well, it is slurry season. <laughs> I've done um, done my whole room up. Mm-hmm. I've got it all set and right. Rip Brown ready to go for my birthday this week. That's right. Mm-hmm. What age are you going to be again? 25. Okay, and the rest? I've never been fingered. Ooh. Oh, no. Any offers? Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's it's busy in my world. Just um, I've got into a really weird routine where it's like getting up at like ten in the morning, mm-hmm. and then the next thing you know, it's like three in the afternoon. And you haven't taken a breath. You haven't mm-hmm. had a bite to eat. Not a child in the house washed. Or yeah, this is it. And you're walking about. You're cleaning. You're cooking. You're doing laundry. I don't know how I'll ever go back to work. No. <laughs> well, the plan is I won't. This is my job now. It's gonna be our full time job. Because we're busy as fuck. Oh my god, I know the comments are flying in. Everyone's loving us. We've put up a competition for those that get involved. Which is just popping off. Yeah. All the followers. Who are we going to pick to win? (laughs) (laughs) Whoever donates the hardest, you'll get my PayPal link. Yep, good idea. We're very thankful, as always, to everyone getting involved, sending messages. All the rest of it. We uh, love and appreciate you all. Yeah, we don't. We're not on any other platform except Instagram. So, I think it's pretty impressive what we've done, like a month or two. I am gonna get the Twitter running soon. So you keep saying, <laughs> is Twitter even still a thing? Is there any point? Yeah, that's where all the memes come from. Right. Okay. So we'll get on Twitter. Um, TikTok. We have an account. Do we? Yeah. We do. We do. We do. Yeah, I knew but that. they keep taking our videos down because they keep showing. Um, like for copyright reasons. No, it's, it's not even that. It's because we keep showing acts of violence. Because there's videos of people at the twelfth throwing bricks at the place. Right. 
here. I didn't choose. I seen form. like three videos the other day that were white people saying the N word, but that's allowed on TikTok. Yeah, you just need to like spell it differently. <laughs> so we're. How do you know all the tricks? <laughs> I'm down with the kids. Okay. No, I'm. So we're not allowed on TikTok. We'll get that worked out. Mm-hmm. But um, we have TikToker listeners, don't we? We do. A couple of big ones. So if you could like. Just mention us. See if us doing a video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. We'll send you a message. Thanks. Uh, we'll send you a freebie or something. <laughs> so merchandise is coming out. Merchandise is coming out. Yes. Slowly but surely. There's sneak peeks. And people have bought some. But. So good luck to that one person in Guatemala that's wearing a ceasefire baby's hooded <laughs> sweatshirt. I'm sure you can explain all that. Mm-hmm. No, there's. Um, yeah, we've. We're going to sort it. We're going to sort it. It'll all be online soon. And hopefully... Hold your horses. Hold your horses. We'll have it at a reasonable price. And all worked out lovely. But the prototypes are nice. And that's what we're giving away this week in the competition. So it's all very exciting in podcast land. You might... What else happening? Uh, busy, busy, busy. Competition. Yeah, if you all just like and share. Mm-hmm. We'd love that. It'd be really nice. It makes us feel good. Does we never got any attention from our parents when we were younger, so yeah, so give it to us now. Also, you might hear us on the radio Gaga waves very soon. We're in discussions, we might have a little bit of a radio hour or two coming up, so that'll be fun. We can play music. You excited? Very excited. What are you gonna play? What's gonna be your first song? Mbop by Hansen. Have you heard? They're these three brothers, they're from America, right? Um, and their surname is Hansen. Okay. Were they on the BBC introducing this year? Last year. Last year? Yeah, last okay. year. You're aging yourself. <laughs> you're not taking a year off. <laughs> it's not every year you turn 29. No, it was last year. No, I think my first I'm going to play, and it's so appropriate, there's a wee girl, she's coming out of Norwich, she's fresh and hot, her name's Lolly. Mm. And yes. she has a wee song called On The Radio. I think I'll have that. Isn't, is that a remix? I don't know. Why did the original? Someone in the 80s. No, she has something else. Something with radio. It's going to rack by. Radio Gaga? No. I sent her to you the other day. She was singing it on top of I her. didn't listen. I was busy squeezing my spots. Oh, for <clears> fuck's <throat> sake. So, yeah, that's been our week. We're um, podcast busy. Rebecca's got a job. I don't. But that's about it. Mm-hmm. Been... What's, we're keeping it quiet. The rest of the world aren't. Oh, fuck no. Oh, God. Will we get into it? Does anyone have Facebook? I don't know. Has anyone got an opinion? I don't check my Facebook anymore. I have deleted so many people in the past, like, the, three days. The only reason I've really had Facebook in the past three years is because any bar or whatever I work in, I'm automatically made, like, an admin to do social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then promote and put up, like, oh... Not for filthies, you won't be doing that again. No, no. <laughs> and do you know what the thing is? Every time I go to do a promoted post... <laughs> On Facebook, it's like, you owe us £40 from a Felpies campaign years ago. <laughs> like, good luck getting that back. Good luck getting that back. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just, I've got the point now where I'm like, I need to delete Facebook, because the only reason I have it is for, for work. work stuff. And it's not even that exciting. So No, because you haven't been working. No, so good luck. That's me away. Mm-hmm. I'll keep Messenger, though. Are you really going to delete your Facebook? Yeah, because there's nothing on it. Oh, really. my God, that's so, like, left-wing. Oh, thank you. You're dead different. I don't update it and no one writes to me on it or to me. Well, I think I have. Everyone's saying mad and I sweet. 
a birthday, a birthday message on his Facebook wall. If everyone's on his free birthday message and then the day after I'll be like, fuck this. Yeah. Sick of snakes, I'm away. Are you going to, what about all your photos? Because remember whenever every, when they well, no, got deleted? Can, you can keep it, you can go back in and like, download your stuff. I'm not going to delete my account. Oh, see, I would know how to do that. So you go in, you like disable it. Right. And then you just become invisible, but like your account's still there. Mm. And you can keep your messenger side of it open. Yeah. So people can still get me on Facebook Messenger as like a chat thing. But they won't be able to go and like my wall. And the best part is I won't be able to log in Facebook and see other people's shite. True. The only thing I'll see is like message requests. That would have come in handy. How many years ago? So many. I'm sick of it. So I'm done. I think that's me done. Facebook. My brother's not on it. I just think it's so classy. To not have Facebook? Yeah. But whenever I see someone that doesn't have Facebook, I'm like, what did you do? Where'd you run from? I've got a few friends that don't have Facebook and I'm like, what What happened? What did you do? It's always, there's always, um, you need to dig a little labour. <laughs> Sounds like the start of a country song. <laughs> I'm not going to sing. So yes, I do have Facebook. I've seen the news this week. Let's get into <clears> it. Mexitari, Megan, all of it. Did you watch it? Of course I did. Did you cry? Uh, no, but I was upset. I cried once or twice and then went and seen what everyone was saying and then just cried more because people are fucking Brutal. horrible. They've broke down the statistics and it's like people our age are very like pro-Megan. Mm-hmm. Apparently anyone over the age of 50 is like this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. You've seen, I'm not going to go into it too much, but some of my family... I've obviously reacted being mm-hmm. like spoiled wee princess, mm-hmm. literally. They're like, a lot of people are saying the same thing. They're like, fair enough if you have your issues. Why do you feel the need to sit down with Oprah? Which I because kind of get, it's the same. But... It's the same as like everything that we know or that we did know about Megan was being told to us by somebody else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so what's so strange about her is she had her life. Like yeah, she had a. Sh- shitty upbringing mm. and dragged herself out of it mm. and she was an actress and she did really well for herself yeah and then to be fair like you could slag her and be like you're a fucking like you're a stupid bitch she went into this without even she said herself she was like I didn't really know what it would be yeah to be a royal and you're like maybe yeah. you should have thought about it a wee bit more but she did go into it very very naively but like most people go into most things naively exactly it's like don't give her a hard time especially coming from like the American background she was like we just thought they were celebrities. She yeah. was explaining the whole thing. Where yeah. it was like, they were like, said, do you know how to cartoon? She's like, oh, you're joking, aren't you? And yeah. Like, no, it's you have to do that, yeah. Like, I feel sorry for her and I think her whole experience that she went through, I'm in a way shocked by it and I no, believe her. So do I. I don't understand why people are going, no, she's lying. She has nothing to gain from lying. No. She is living in a separate continent. She the has two her of them. own career. She always yeah. had her own career. She has nothing to gain from any of this. The fact that like there's a woman sitting on TV being like, I felt like A, B and C because of this and I got to the point where I wanted to kill myself and everyone's sitting at home going, she's a bitch. She's Christ the night. She's attention sick. I think that's the most disgusting Disgusting. Thing. Like, I came out of it all and you've seen all those, like I was sharing stuff on my own Instagram. It's like, like if you're that person who's turning around saying she's an attention seeking bitch bitch or whatever mm. for saying she wanted to kill herself mm. imagine like your brother was about to kill himself yeah or 
someone or you someone you're, or yeah your family and they've seen you sharing that and been like oh right okay then oh right so you can't tell someone that you're suffering mentally yeah they'll just say but then two weeks later they're being all be kind and speak up and my inbox is always open for you and it's fuck up sandra i think it's literally near enough a year to the date that caroline flack killed herself it was like a year ago yeah. last and week because it, it was just, just before, before COVID, coronavirus and everyone was saying like oh be kind it was like a wake-up call for the media what the was fuck it did fuck? they do it was this time <clears> last year as well that everyone was finding out about Megan. They were stepping down from the family mm-hmm. February, March time. Mm-hmm. And they gave her such a rake. And you're like, how can the Daily Mail one week say, don't be... You know, think treating. before you speak and everything. But and then being like in the headlines, being like, this woman's a bitch. But like, why did no one call her out at the time? Like, There's so many people that are trying to... That are, trying to weasel their way into saying things about Megan without trying to... Like, it would save everyone so much time if you just said, oh, I'm racist and I hate women. That would save everyone so much time if you just said that because then I would just avoid you like the plague. Like, how short, as a side how short is our attention span now? That, like, we can't do YouTube anymore. We have to go on TikTok because the Mm -hmm. videos are 15 seconds or whatever. It's like, how could you be crying out saying media protection for women one Mm -hmm. day? And then when you actually think about it, it was literally in the space of like three weeks. People were watching Daily Mail giving her a bollock. It was the day after International yeah. Women's Day. She couldn't come out and hold her baby on the steps. And two weeks after Black History Month. And why do people forget that so quickly? And a year later, we're all kind of waking up again being like, oh fuck, no, we let that slide. Like how, like, everyone's really good with their ideas and their promises, but no one can actually stick for it no, for I know. 24 hours. And I'm saying that myself, I would be the exact same. I know I'm surprised this podcast had lasted that long. <laughs> but the whole Black Lives Matter thing, like, it's now coming up near enough to another year anniversary. What, the Black People Matter? <laughs> it's more than a year. I mean, the movement, the George Floyd yeah. incident. But it's just going to be interesting to see, like, how many people are actually sticking by that and what's happened since. Just very short attention spans and very short memories of how damaging you be, Caroline Flack. Did you go to the Black Lives Matter like yeah. March thing in town and everybody was being handed fines? Not and that one. I went to the first one. There was, there was the one at uh, Custom House Square and everyone was being handed fines. And what happened also this week? A large gathering of people and no one was given oh, yeah. well, any fines at all? Well, sure, in a week's time they'll all be lying. And I wonder what the difference was there. I'm trying to put mm. my finger on the difference. There must be... Something, something, something. Maybe there were... Somebody write in if they know the answer. Were their grandparents born here? <clears> maybe? <throat> I don't know. Who knows? But then in two weeks' time, they'll all be lying up in ICU and we're all going to get scolded for COVID again. I know. It's fucking ridiculous. Stay at I home, wear a mask. They're probably still going to believe it on the bars being open and they haven't been open since December. I know. Anyway, in lighter news... Yes, moving on. Grammy nominations are out. They are. And there's a boy who's not too happy. He's thrown his toys out the pram. Oh. Zayn Malik. Oh, God. Whose album, apparently, you know, they have, like, cut-off dates. Yeah. So his missed it. So I don't know why he's grinning about it, but he put out a tweet saying, unless you shake hands and send gifts, there's no nomination considerations. Next year, I'll send you a basket of confectionery. What? I didn't even know he was still doing music. Did he not have a kid? Yeah, with your woman. Gigi. Gigi, or her sister, Bella. No, it's, he has Gigi. the kid with Gigi. Yeah, well, he's not happy because he's missed the cut-off point for the Grammys. Let's be honest, I'm not going to rush out to buy his album. It's probably shite. I, Justin Timberlake light. He was my least favourite um, 
One Directioner. Because um, he did terrible in boot camp. He didn't want to dance. He just didn't want to be in the group. <laughs> I think he was like forced to be on stage. Well, you know that, obviously, the way he left and all, he was like, fuck you, son, away. Yeah. But because he's not getting a Grammy nomination this year, does that make him eligible for next year? Automatically. For the same album? Yeah. Yeah, it should do. So what's he going about? I don't know. He's trying to make him... He's trying to give himself a narrative. Just do a good album run, mate. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Amy Winehouse, her album came out like two years before she won all them Grammys, so... Exactly. Stick with it, big lad. I know. You could be the next Amy Winehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Any other news for me? Yes, so we all remember... and we Oh, all... Rita Ora's. <laughs> Are you... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, no. Don't do that to me. Um... Space Jam. Space Jam. You have jam. it on your toast. You can have it on pancakes. <laughs> um, so they've, they're doing a remake or like a next generation. It's no. coming out in like two years, right? But the original Space Jam was like the so, pinnacle of CGI. And oh my God, it was so good. Was it Michael Jordan? Yes, so here's the thing. Whenever I loved that movie whenever I was younger. Same. I thought that it was a biopic. I thought Michael Jordan had died and that was a movie about his life. I thought it was like... Like a fever dream? I thought it was... I thought Space Jam was a true story. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I did. I swear to God, because it came out whenever I was like five. Right, okay. So there's animated bunnies walking about Los Angeles. Yeah, anyway. And I think it was set in Chicago. Anyway. <laughs> they've reset. They've redone Lola Bunny to make her less sexualized. So her outfit used to be like a wee crop top and a skirt. Yeah. And she was, she had a heaving Busty. bosom. She was. Well, it's interesting was... you say this because I watched a TikTok the other day, and I was like, "Is that where you get all your news from?" Yeah, because I'm down with the kids. Okay. And there was like a funny, like one of those ten, two boys made a funny song kind of thing. Right. And it was all about how they were attracted to female animated characters. Yeah. And they're like, "Why did she have tits? We were five, kind of yeah. thing." Yeah. And she, Lola. Rabbit was mentioned in it. Lola Bunny. Lola, Jessica Rabbit. Lola, Lola Rabbit Lola is my Bunny. mother. <laughs> but they went through like every animated female and you're like, they are highly sexualized for kid shows. Yeah. And well, here's the reason. There isn't one. Okay. Like she is a cartoon <laughs> rabbit. There is no reason for her to have long eyelashes and massive jabs. So to desexualize her, they've just changed her outfit. Like we're supposed to believe that this cartoon rabbit has a house with a wardrobe in it. And okay. doesn't just live like in the forest. Maybe she does. With all the other rabbits. And is she keeping eyelashes? Yeah. What Good. did you what cartoon did you fancy whenever you were growing up? Oh fuck. Oh I don't uh Ash Ketchum. Pokemon. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Still do. I had a thing for um, Gotta catch them all. <laughs> I had a thing for COVID. Not at all, Rapey. <laughs> from Simba, Simba's Pride, The Lion oh, King 2. Simba. No, Kovu. Who's Kovu? Oh my god, so have you never seen The Lion King 2? No. Really I'm just briefly. With the OGs. Really briefly. Simba has a daughter, her name is Kiara, not Kira. Okay. And she falls Cyrus in love. Spelling. She falls in love with the wrong side of the tracks, kind of. And his name's Kovu, and he was so hot. And I really want people to write in. Because I know that there's so many people out there that really fancied Kovu. We're gonna post a picture of him, but he was so right. he was smoking. I'm gonna put you in a cold bath. <laughs> Please do, <laughs> ASAP, because I'm burning up like a Sons Jonas brother over here. <laughs> <laughs> burning up, burning up. Uh, the other news this week: Jess Glenn. Oh, here she goes. Transphobic. Yeah. 
Are you surprised? Nope. I've never liked the woman. No, me neither. You're just Glenn. You're, you're not, not getting, getting in. in. She's she's a bad six months of it. I know. And guess who was one of the first to speak out against her? Who? Said it was completely unacceptable, which I agree with, her transphobic remarks. Cher Lloyd. People are just trying to make themselves topical. I love it. Cher Lloyd is forever one of my faves. She is right up my street. I hear Jerusalem. (laughs) Bells are ringing, dinging. She's um, Cher Lloyd. You come back and replace Jess Glenn. You can do Redden every month until you die. And do a song for a Jetta advert. <laughs> Jess Glenn, that's you done. We're not giving you any more time. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Foe of the show. She's not a friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that the news? That's the news. Nothing else to declare? Nothing to declare. Nothing with COVID. What's going on there? Um, I'm sick of here. I don't speak the way to say word. Apparently we're all getting let out of the house on the 21st of June. But I'll believe it when I see it. Is that not just in England? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm just happy enough being locked up here with you. Aww. Speak to the audience, not you, Rebecca. Oh. So, our theme this week, it's a St. Paddy's Day special. Mm-hmm. Are you excited about Paddy's Day? I am so excited. The street parties, the house parties, the costumes. That we're not going to get to see. Well, speak for yourself. I'm away to New Zealand. <laughs> or the Isle of Man. Oh, right enough. I, the Isle of Man. I think it's all locked down again. Like, oh, why? Uh, COVID, would you believe? But, aye, but they were doing okay. I've, we were rooting for them. Someone got it. <laughs> we were all rooting <laughs> for them. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, no, something fucked up in the Isle of Man. They're, See, if it was the Isle of Woman, it wouldn't have happened. International Women's Day, nice to have you here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, what's my point? What was I saying? Something about St. Patrick. Aye, St. Patrick's Day, it's upon us. This is St. Patrick's Day special. This time last year, we were all uh, blissfully unaware. No, it happened before Paddy's Day. It was my birthday. It was the last night out. Remember, you wouldn't even stay out. You were that feared. I know. You're like, I have to go out to get the bus. I have to go home. I'll finish my drink and then I'll go. She wore a pair of rubber marigolds. She was like, I can't be out. <laughs> The only cunt wearing PPE. <laughs> uh, to this date, probably the same. Have you been around East Belfast recently? I'd make a point not to. I'm scared to go into Russell's. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was this time last year COVID kicked off, but St Paddy's got cancelled last year. Mm-hmm. And this year the same. <clears throat> I think it's, do you think people are still going to go ahead with it? Oh, definitely. People are still going to be out partying. Like, as we were saying earlier, the whole Rangers thing this week. People yeah. just gave up. Yeah. But it's fuck. Rangers fans and people that celebrate St. Patrick Day are far, few and far between. Very much removed, but very much similar in nature. Yeah. That's the that's the thing about Northern Ireland, isn't it? Isn't it? As much as we like to bicker, we're all just as useless as each other. So You're not wrong. Aye, St. Paddy's going to be a shit show. I know, but we're going to have to make the most of it in our houses. Well, I can't really be listening to... Don't encourage us parties. I'm not, I'm just saying I can't really listen to um, Irish music where I live. Um, But is that going to stop me? No, there's going to be serious fucking parties coming up. Um, Schools are open. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to be locked down again with coronavirus. Sorry to be so negative. The bearer of bad news. Folks, stay at home, wear a mask. Wash your hands. I'm blue in the face. And it's not a condition. <laughs> it's not the show pride for the NHS. <laughs> <laughs> but I, St. Paddy's, talk me through St. Paddy's. What's it all about? 
So aside from getting off your tits on. Do you want the whiskey, Do you want the history? Powers, Paddy's. Powers is Irish. We'll go on Powers. Powers and Guinness. Do you want the history of St Patrick? Yes. Okay, so <clears throat> fingers on bums and seats on lips. <laughs> so the suspense is killing me. St Patrick. Nobody yes. really knows when he was born because it was so long ago right I thought he was born in like the 1400s but he was born in the early 400s oh really yeah BC so it was like just him and like bacteria mm. it was probably dinosaurs cutting about as well no you've cut your dates all wrong there love but continue anyway so as well <laughs> there's a sort of mixed things about where he was born some people think he was born in like Britain some people think he was born somewhere in Italy. He could have been born in Roscommon or Limerick. Who knows? But what we do know is that in when he was 16, um, he was in Ireland and he was trying to convert everyone in Ireland to Christianity because yeah. at the time we were all pagans and Wicca. Still are. Mm-hmm. And did you know that there were never any snakes in Ireland? The snakes are a euphemism for the devil. So whenever oh, really? he was ridden Ireland of snakes, because when you look in the Old Testament and the snake was always represent the devil was always represented by the snake. Yeah. So the pictures that you see of him with that big like thing stick. that big stick, there's all snakes around him and he's cut about like Medusa. Like the Simpsons. Yes. Barry White. There was never any snakes in Ireland. He was ridden Ireland of quote unquote the devil. Or any evil thing. We well, didn't do much of a job of it. I know. Snakes everywhere. No one talked to me. Um, Just stuck it in my family. And he converted everyone to Christianity. Mm. It wasn't Catholicism and it wasn't Protestantism. It was just Christianity. Just a bigger picture. It which was just your, about. your bread and butter. And what he did was he lifted a three-leaf clover to represent the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So a four-leaf clover is actually unlucky and not lucky. Okay. Because it's... It, the devil? The, the, yeah. The devil? Well, I hope I never find one. And that's why we go out and get absolutely airlocked on the 17th of March, because that was his birthday. It's not his birthday, it was his death day. Yeah. We need to look into this, will we? No, I did. This is all my research. Right, okay. So, St. Paddy, thanks for um, bringing the faith, mm-hmm. in the words of George Michael, Yeah. and our Emerald Isle. And we still celebrate every year. It's a big thing all over the world. All over the world. I think it's bigger in like America than it is here. Oh God, yeah. Parades. In the, um, it's the whole Irish dysphoria thing. Everyone's in the like. Everyone's a sixteenth Irish. I can't remember what year it was, but in the early forties, there was a movie called Little Nelly Kelly, starring Judy Garland, right, with the right, worst Irish accent I've ever heard. God love her. She played a girl who was from like Ballygo backwards. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, and had to move over to uh, America, the Americas, and her South. accent, her accent was getting like more and more American as she was over there. It was like this woman's life and whatever, and it ends on like St Patrick's Day parade in New York City, in New York City, New York, and they paint the streets green, <laughs> and she sings a song about Ireland, and it's really really cute. Okay, well I'll look it up. Yeah, do um, it's called Little Nelly Kelly, starring Judy Garland. Cannot wait. So that's what we're celebrating this week, St Paddy's. And we're celebrating Judy Garland as well. And Judy Garland. But what's the whole point of this episode? Just to get everyone aware. No, history. The history? That's what I'm... Would you let me finish? Right, so we're doing... (laughs) We're going to educate each other on 
some Irish history. But I'm not to be doing any educating if you've seen my map of Ireland. It's, we're not talking Easter Rising. It's a bit more sort of... Playful. Myths and legends mm-hmm. and tongue-in-cheek. And some of it might have a wee bit of truth in it, but it's up to you to decide. Yes, you be the decider. So, who's, I'm going to go first, Emma. Yes, I'm ready and waiting. Not a bit bother. We'll take a wee break and then we'll come straight back in. Exciting. Yeah, See we- you in a bit. Hey, sisters. Uh. <laughs> Welcome back. Ugh. Um... I'm going straight in with my myth story. Straight in, no butter. My, I can't believe. I don't know what you're doing and you don't know what I'm doing. It's going to be fun. Well, I, I'm i talking this week about fairies. What would you know about fairies? What the hell would I know about fairies? James Young or Jimmy, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. You've inspired me every minute of every day. Every day. Um, yes, I'm talking about fairies. You excited? Very. Do you know any fairies? I'm very excited. Oh, do you know any fairies? Do I know any fairies? Have Honey, you I worked in the f- Kremlin. Have you, have you ever seen a fairy? Do you know what? I actually have seen a fairy. Are you taking a piss? I swear to God. I wish that I could take like a lie detector test because nobody believes me when I tell them. I seen a fairy. I was about eight or nine playing down the box. Right. And it flew in front of me. Tinkerbell. I'm doing actions, but you just can't see. <laughs> Um, and it was just like it was what you think a fairy would look like it was just a well, wee no, small person this one I'm going to teach you they take all different shapes and forms well this one was a wee small person with these wings and the, they were like moth wings you could see through them sort of and you could see like verte- so, like some kind of vertebrae watch Peter Pan once Peter Pan's a cartoon yeah but Tinkerbell no she didn't look like Tinkerbell okay right little Wendy was she a fairy no, Wendy was a human woman. She was thirsty. She was a young woman. Dying Wendy Darling. It. Wendy Darling. Mm-hmm. No, I am doing the story of fairies, which I'm very excited about. I remember I found a fairy ring when I was a wee boy. In Were Gal- you looking in the mirror? Fuck off. <laughs> in my arse <laughs> Bent over. No, I was like five years old, six years old, and I was in the bog. Mm-hmm. Up Slasgarrow Mountain at Garrison, County Fermanagh, on the border of Bilik, Valley Shannon. You just and threw too many words at me there and I haven't a fucking clue where any of those places are. So we found a fairy ring and I got told by my granda, you don't go near that, that's a fairy ring, blah, blah, blah. And I went back to the house. We were downstairs with my granny and granda and my granny was like, oh, you found a fairy ring. And I wrote a letter to the UTV. Right. <laughs> as breaking journalism and I had it in my head at the time. I was like, I'm going to be a journalist. I've just, I've done a deep dive. I've unearthed it all. I was like five or six. And Could you spell? What? Could you even spell? I remember looking at it and being like, that's bad handwriting. But I had it all read out and put it in a wee envelope, sent it to the UTV. Mm-hmm. Still waiting on a reply. Frank Mitchell, if you're listening. If you're listening, get the finger out. Mm-hmm. It's been. What did you say in the letter? Just I said, I have breaking news for you. I'm in so-and-so address in Garrison, up a mountain. I find a fairy ring. You just need to come out here. Pronto. Oh, and that's so cute. That? Imagine them get, reading that and being like, what a fucking dickhead. <laughs> fucking a straight in the bed. Uh-huh. But isn't it funny? I was like five or six and I was like, this is my job now. I'm going to unearth, <laughs> unearth the truths. And here we are. You were like a young Stacey Dooley. Well, this is it. We're <laughs> now about 25 years down the line mm-hmm. and it's only now I'm doing a podcast and 
getting into journalism. Potentially going back to do a bit of journalism, go to uni, yeah. maybe get a job somewhere doing that. So fuck Who you, knows? UTV, we don't need your response. We don't need you, I've been waiting. Never loved you. <laughs> My email's changed anyway since, so... <laughs> your email you. address, what would your email address have been when you were five? <laughs> Thirsty bottom. <laughs> At msn.com. At aol.org. <laughs> so, yeah. Up the Airy Mountain, down the Rushy Glen, we daren't go a-hunting for fear of little men. William Allingham, born in Ballyshannon, County Donegal, which is down the road from me, that has, is his poem from 1883. Mm. That's how far back we're talking. That's we're a talking great year. Historical. So, originally, we'll go into the history, the whole idea of fairies in Ireland. The fairies are considered... To be the Tuath Dudanan, which is one of the first pagan tribes to arrive in Ireland. They were magical and secretive people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were pagan gods. Warrior tribes arrived over from Spain. This mm-hmm. is as legend goes. The Milicians. Mm-hmm. Probably pronounced Spelling. that wrong. Spelling. Probably got that wrong. But they arrived and they kind of took over. And the... The originals of the two of the Danon were defeated in a battle. Oh. So they retreated and they went into the underground. They were forced to leave. But they loved Ireland that much, they wouldn't leave. So they used their magic to shrink themselves. And become like wee oh. tiny people and they started to live underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have tunnels and stuff. And there's a whole other thing where it's like a lot of things to be linked back to this time, fairies. They all... So they all built like underground tunnels and pathways and they all have villages mm-hmm. and it's generally everyone accepts the fact that every fairy village is marked by a hawthorn tree. Or <gasps> Under lo- the hawthorn tree? There we go. It all comes back around. Or a lone bush. If you ever see like a bush by itself. I've a seen wind- a few. <laughs> <laughs> like a windrush or something and like just like out of the ordinary on its own in the middle of a field. Mm-hmm. You're like that's fairy territory. And the tales of this group, the Tooth of Danann, they go back years and years and years. Also, it's translated as the Tribe of Danu. Mm-hmm. They're a race of people that possessed incredible, almost godlike powers. They ruled Ireland from the early 19th century until the end of the following century, when they were defeated by these... The 20th century? What? So the 20th century? When was that? You said the end of the 19th century into the yeah. next century? So, like, 20 years ago? No, the 1900s is the 20th century. Yeah? Yeah. It was, like, the 90s, 20 years ago? That was the 21st century. No, so we're in the 21st century now. Yes. Yeah, so the 20th century was 20 years ago. It would have been the 1900s. So you're not talking... So you're talking about the early, early, early Early 20th century? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. (laughs) Don't look at me like I'm stupid. No, I'm not. I didn't say that. You took the words right out of my mouth. So anyway, they got defeated and they became defeated by the Spanish. Right. Colonisation at its finest. And they decided to shrink themselves. They got smaller and smaller to hide. And then they became known as something else. Like Dana Seda. I can't speak here. Like, I'm so sorry. Dana International. Dana International Airport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. It's like ASEAN. There's a couple of names for them when they retreated. A couple of fathers. When they 
drop the pagan gods had dropped down in size and numbers and they had a different new name but they started to mingle and they had children oh with the likes of finn mccool right so you have a lot of a lot of offsets offsets mm-hmm. of this fairy subculture that was coming out out of this pagan tribe yeah so then basically anyone that had magical powers and was miniature in size got grouped into being a fairy mm-hmm. not like giganticism no that's a mid problem mm-hmm. um another thing fairy music is said to be the most beautiful music known. so like charlie xcx um marine and the diamonds Lana and Del sort of Rey. Like dream bedroom pop yeah sky forever are you coming back to see us Fairy music. Fairy music. No, it was said to me the most beautiful music in the world. When humans heard it, they couldn't stop dancing. And it's a lot like, um, who do you call her? Out of Harry Potter. Remember he married that doll who was so strikingly beautiful? In Harry Potter? Yes. Who married? Not Harry Potter. One of the Weasleys married like... Oh, Fleur. 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 She has the same sort of like energy as a fairy would have. Yes. So who married Fleur? Bill? Charlie or Bill? No, Bill. And it was like everything about her was insatiable. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same sort of thing. It's like when you hear their music or see their dance. Yeah. Like the fairies were known for just taking over. She wasn't Irish. She wasn't, but it's kind of tied into it. So the whole fairy paganism thing, it's goes across Scotland and England as well, but mm-hmm. the Irish are the ones who connect with it the most. Yeah. And we hold on to it. But yeah, uh, there's lots of stories of girls being brought back to the fairy world whenever they hear the beautiful music. Oh. They can't stop dancing all night long to the music and then they return home the next day exhausted. They've been bucked. Left, right and centre. Bloody hell. And apparently it comes down to the the mischievous fairies using humans for entertainment. Mm. And some return from the fairy world, humans, and discover that years have passed. But for them it was just minutes. Oh yes, I've heard of that. Just, yeah, you, like years have passed. Yeah, so yeah. Like years and years have gone on but they come back and they're like, it was only gone 10 minutes. And they're still the same age. State rape. Yeah. Time's very different in the fairy world apparently. So, there's a lot of different fairies. Did you know this? Yes, so you've got your twinks. Stop. Bottoms. Your cubs, your bears. Otters. You know nothing about gay subgroups, <laughs> do you? No. No, okay. I only know, like, lesbians. Aye. Do you, though? I do. Right. Anyway, there's loads of fairies on the go. Loads of different subcultures, and I didn't realise... All of these were fairies. So I like to think I'm kind of clued into a bit of Irish history and mm-hmm. mythology. For I'm near the border, down for Malaha. Could be, I don't know. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's seen the drawing of the map of Ireland from Rebecca, you'd know. But yeah, I was looking at fairies. Uh, banshees. You've ah, heard of a banshee. Ah. And someone's going to die. So... Banshee, also known as Woman of the Fairy, mm-hmm. Banshee, the Harbinger of Death. Lovely. They're coming to warn you. Can't They're, wait to see her. She appears to members of certain Irish families to warn them of impending death. Um, she's a woman in white with a ghastly pale complexion and white hair. She's a wailing spirit and sometimes wears the bloodstained clothing of the person about to die. 
Oh, I didn't know that. No, it's nice, isn't it? No. Um, it's important to note that she's seldom seen. But always heard. Always heard. She has... A bit like Jesus. Wow. She's a way on her. There's a very famous case mm-hmm. involving King James I of Scotland. Mm-hmm. Who was visited by a wailing woman and told of his forthcoming death at the hands of the Earl of Ethel in 1437. That's how far back we're going. Well, some legends say if you hear Is her... that Mac- Macbeth? No. Is that who M- King James was? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not big on my Shakespeare. No. Um, well, he's always talking lovely about you. <laughs> Thank you. It's generally been agreed that if you hear a banshee squawking, that means death upon you within the next 24 hours. It's like in Harry Potter, the Grim, the wolf. Yeah. Um, like a bad omen. And if it isn't you, it's going to be someone in your family, a relative, that's going to die immediately. Mm-hmm. So that's one sad, scary example of a fairy. There's more. Oh, keep them coming. Uh, there's the Pukka. Oh, yes. He's another Irish fairy. He's one to fear because he appears after nightfall. And he can transform into any shape in whatever form he wants. Um, In the Shakespeare play, A Midsummer's Night's Dream, the wee fairy is called Puck. Well, that's probably tied that's into where it. He gets it. That's where he it's got it paganism. from. paganism. There's various tales of the pukka, which it can change into bats, eagles, dogs, goats, or black horses. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the night, they'll show up and destroy crops and terrify livestock. But at the same time, not all stories are negative, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to know. That's true. Uh, there's another one called Dullahan, a ghostly horseman. Associated with County Sligo and County Down. Which and I know where they are. No, you don't. I do. Wished. I'm not finished. So, a couple of people have claimed to see him as he rode past. He's a headless horseman. <gasps> who holds his head under the crook of his arm. Uh, his head glows. and he uses How does he ride his horse then? If, his, if he's got his head. One handed. It's not hard. Oh, he's a very confident rider then. <laughs> His head glows. He's not an apprentice jockey. His head glows and he uses it as a lantern. Get away. Um, he's capable of looking into its head and seeing the home of a dying person. And also at the same time, see they get his horse going, giddy up, giddy up. What's he using? What's his whip? What is he, his, his legs? A human spine. <gasps> Fuck off. <laughs> Swear to God. His own? No, probably someone else's. Somebody else's spine. He's up to no good. Oh, I can feel that. Ooh, <laughs> no, I don't like that. Uh, the other example of a fairy is... Anybody any deep heat? Changelings. Love a good changeling. Not to be confused with... Angelina Jolie's Blockbuster. What a movie. What a show. Changelings are so scary. Um, they're popular. The whole legend of the changelings is very popular across all of Europe, mm-hmm. but especially so in Ireland, where it's tied into fairy culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, the creatures are the deformed children of fairies who are abandoned, so kind of half-cooked fetuses. Uh, the parents then end up swapping a changeling with an actual human baby, and these creatures are like sickly. They're abnormal. They can't pick up language. Their language skills are really, really bad. Ah, they're like feral children. Yeah, they're constantly hungry, always crying, highly disabled, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. And that's just always been a thing. It's like, if you have a child that isn't wild, especially back in the day, it was like a fairy. Oh, that's a fairy swapped your baby? Swapped out. That, from, yeah. yeah. So it's, qu- it's quite grim. Like a, like it is grim. And, st- and people believe it. 
I know. It's terrifying. And then the other big one, on a lighter note, <laughs> just because by the sounds of it, these fairies are cunts. Is it any wonder we've no rights over here? Another example. As Irish people. The most famous Irish fairy of them all. Matt Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the leprechaun. Of course. I know. Fiddly day. Earth fairies, and they specialise in shoemaking. Oh, yes. I know. Because they're all, that's why they're all crazy, because of all the glue from the clogs. <laughs> they're known for being extremely small, wearing green clothes and hiding treasure. Mm-hmm. So the, this whole thing, if they're ever found by a human or discovered, there's no story of them getting pulled out at the end of a carrot. Their like, go-to is they hide their wealth and their gold at the end of the rainbow, mm-hmm. as we all know, because no one will ever find it. No. Because it's... By the time you get there, it's started raining. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, as popular as they are, they only appeared first in English literature in the start of the 17th century, so 1604. Mm-hmm. And according to Yeats, in his 1888 book, Fairy and Folk Tales of the Irish Peasantry, leprechauns are small, withered old men, and they're ill-tempered and mischievous. So I wouldn't like to run on the end of one anytime soon. No. But they're probably the most famous of the fairies. And so they weren't, they were only written in like, in English books? Yeah, in, what was that, 1604? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good while back, like. Ah, but it wasn't that long ago, considering like... Over 300 years ago. Yeah, sure, what's that? Nothing? Nothing, nothing to you. Do you remember it? No. So, fairies, this is all going into context, all these like myths and folklore and mm-hmm. stories being traded um, still kind of goes on to this day so as I was saying earlier about finding a fairy ring and writing the UTV that's still a thing there's fairy forts up and down the country mm-hmm. there's loads of land covered in fairy rings so there are circular enclosures surrounded by stone banks or earth and originally they reckon they were designed to protect your cattle from cattle raiders and wolves. Mm-hmm. But as time passed on, people started moving their livestock out into more open ground. And it's said that the fairies, when they saw this happen, they moved in and they took over the enclosed, enclosed Space, shelter. Yeah. yeah. So they took over these rings and they're now called fairy forts. They say they, it's been said the fairies are the greatest protectors of Irish archaeology because farmers are refusing to deal with fairy rings or fairy forts oh god yeah you wouldn't go near like one like you wouldn't touch it it's just forbidden you can't go onto the land at all mm-hmm. um, it's the same thing if you see the hawthorn tree or anything in the middle of a field you're going to uh, see three wee kids off around it as well <laughs> they're scattered all over Ireland because especially on land that could have been used for crops for or cro- something yeah. they're just there in the middle of it untouched because farmers are so wary of cutting them down and upsetting the fairies bad luck is there's sure nobody more superstitious than an Irish person. I know they like in the middle of like fertile green land. They won't touch it because mm-hmm. the fairies. Everyone in their family will die. And it still goes on to this day in Ireland. Long ago, boys. I don't know how long ago this was, but boys were wearing last week. Parents used to dress wee boys in dresses mm-hmm. to protect them from the fairies, because if a child had died, it was often believed that the fairies had adopted abducted him mm-hmm. and brought the child back to their world um, back in the day it was 
pretty common that poor societies boys are more likely to die than girls through births, miscarriages and the early stages of life. Mm-hmm. So as a result... We've all read Angela's Ashes. <laughs> as a result, young boys were then disguised as girls to confuse the fairies so the fairies wouldn't come and kill them and take them. So back then, we boys would have wore dresses mm-hmm. to disguise them being like their girls. And sure, now you get that everywhere. It's great. Well, it's actually... <laughs> this is true. It's... um. It's one of the really, really old traditions that still carries on to this modern day because mm. at Christmas now you still see boys and girls wearing long dresses to protect them from fairy gods. Because Is that why everyone wears a dress in their Christmas? That's why they wear a dress because Get away. if he was dressed like a boy, the fairies would come and kill him because <gasps> young men had worse chances of surviving than young girls back in the day. That's mad. And... Going even more modern mm-hmm. to this present day. I'm You're sitting wrap. here wearing a dress in front of me. I did wonder why you had the <laughs> suspenders on. Sorry, my legs are open. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to finish off with... So we were saying, like, even to this day, you'll often see a hawthorn tree in the middle of the field. And the farmer will be like, I'm not touching that, I'm not going near it. Mm-hmm. There's a very, very famous case in 1999. It mm-hmm. was a massive, like, dual carriageway motorway planned in County Clare mm-hmm. and it was meant to go through all this bog land and every local protested they were like you cannot put it there there was a fairy tree in the middle of it so they were going to go ahead there was a massive hawthorn bush uh, and whatever local culture was going down there they thought that this hawthorn bush was like a designated spot for fighting fairy clans to meet Right. Like a sort of border for them. Yeah. This is where they kind of meet up. And it got that big that it got international attention. Mm. Uh, New York Times, June 15th, 1999. Their main story was, if you believe in the fairies, don't bulldoze their lair. And it got that much of a hype that the whole government in Ireland had to meet and change their transport for Ireland plans. They held... To build a motorway going round the ferry tree. Oh, that's nice. They stuck by it, and it's still visible. That to and this I bet day, you there's never been any car crashes on that road. <laughs> to this day, if you drive past, if you drive on that stretch of the motorway, you can still see the one hawthorn tree in the middle of it. Where is it? County Clare. I'll drive you there. I know where it is. <laughs> Isn't that fun? That's so cute. Isn't it crazy that people yeah. are still so, so kind of hung up on ferries? Yeah, I like that. That's nice. I didn't know they took so many shapes and forms and it all goes back to just the idea of paganism. Which is, I don't know, it's nice. And we don't have paganism anymore because of St. Patrick, so... I know, we found soap. Yeah, (laughs) we found soap and we found God. So one of the fairies was linked to... Was it when they got defeated by the Spanish, they shrunk down and then they started breeding with the giants. Mm -hmm. So... They were linked to Finn McCool. Can you tell me anything about him? Ma, I'm so glad you asked because my story <laughs> is actually... Can oh, you read wow. my page? Really? Stop, don't. Stop. You're such a bad actress. A drama GCSE came in handy, didn't it? AS level. Uh, BS. Right. So I'm going to tell you a bit about Finn McCool. So everyone get comfy. Get a wee blanket around you. Light the fire. <laughs> but make sure you've got a parent or guardian nearby to help you blow it out um so i'm going to do a brief history about finn mccall i'm excited so nothing about him throwing rocks oh well that's just a that's just a wee inch of the story i'm gonna give you the mile 
<laughs> so, the name Finn means white, bright, fair-haired, right? So you get all that from four letters, four, F-I-N-N. Yeah. Which just proves that the Irish language is bullshit. Like, I'm not... I'm Jesus. <laughs> How can you get white, bright, fair-haired from four letters? You're never getting picked up by Grant Cabs. I am advocating for the Irish language. I, I'm just I'm just doing this for comedy it's purposes. Being controversial. Have to be. Um, so, he's obviously gorgeous, right? Mm. He sounds Swedish. His parents... I tried... I have their names in front of me. And I tried so hard to find a pronunciation for them. And it was, right. I was coming up short. So basically his parents are called Trevor and Maureen. So. Is this an artistic license? He's from North Down, clearly. Yeah. Um, And we all know he was a big brute of a fella. And he thought that he was the biggest man in the world. This is story time with Rebecca. He thought that he was the biggest man in the world, but he was a gentle giant at heart. You know, when the, the sweet corn tins... Was he not physically the biggest? Is he on the sweet corn tins? No, but he should be. Green giant. For Paddy's Day. <laughs> he is the green giant. He's the green, white and gold giant. Um, So he was like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm like the biggest fella in the world, whatever, it's fine. Um, He was very like, you know, passe about it. So there's a bit of gossip going around. And there's a fella <laughs> over in Scotland... He thought he was the biggest fella in the world. And he was hearing all this gossip and he was going, Who the fuck's Finn McCool? <clears throat> right, yeah, great accent. Who the fuck's Finn McCool? I'm the tallest man in the world. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge him to a fight. Right? Yeah. So and his name was Ben O'Donner, right? No relation. Over. No relation to Madonna. Um <laughs> So there was just a lot of dick swinging going around on his party. He was like, mm. I'm the biggest man in the world. Keep talking dirty to me. Go <clears throat> everybody loved Finn McCool, but everybody was really scared of this Ben O'Donner fella, right? Right. So he was like, do you know what? I'm going to challenge him to a fight and then we're going to finally see who is the biggest man in the world. All right, Conor McGregor, sit down. Now, this was years and years and years and years and years ago, right? Yeah. So there was probably only about six people in the world anyway. Yeah, okay, yep. So, one day, Ben O'Donnell walked to, like, somewhere in Scotland, like Carn Ryan, say, mm. and shouted over to County Antrim. I challenge you to a duel. I challenge you to a duel. I'm going to knock your fucking... And it was a good clear day and he heard him. <laughs> Are you reading my notes? Finn McCool, who was in County Antrim at the time. Yeah, he heard him. He heard him because it was a clear day. Do you know, and sometimes he had the big ears, he was when a it's giant. really, really sunny, you can see Scotland a wee bit. Yeah. And Finn McCool was like, "Was that right? Right, we'll say whatever." So, Ben O'Donnell's like, "Do you know? Right, okay, that's fine. I can't swim though. Um, I can't swim. That's what he's saying. <laughs> he goes, "I can't swim." <laughs> so. <laughs> So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get these big massive rocks and I'm just going to use them as stepping stones to yeah. get all the way over to Ireland, I over think to that's you. like one of those game shows on ITV. The Cube. Is that what it is? And it's like an assault course and you have to put... Ooh, ooh, um, not... What do you call it? Not Total Wipeout. It's not the Crystal Maze, but it's similar. Something like the Crystal Maze. Yeah, right. So he was taking like floaties and throwing so them So he took wee stones... 
Well, there yeah. were weeded stones to him, but there would have been massive to your eye. Yeah, good pavement slab. Absolutely. And he was stepping them down in front of him and he was walking across. And so Femme McCool was doing the same thing. He was like, right, I'm going to meet you halfway. Um, right up the borderline. It's black eyed peas. <laughs> so in the distance, Femme McCool could see your man, Ben O'Donnor, getting closer and closer. And he thought, oh, fuck, he actually is. He's pretty big. Um, so you go backwards? So he was like, oh, wait, two weeks, I've left the immersion on, give me two minutes. And he went back to the house. No balls. Don't say that about the patron saint. Hey. Finn McCool. Samantha Mumba. <laughs> Sinead Quinn. So he, rang ba- he ran back to the house to his wife, Una, and he was like, I've got my, f- I've, <laughs> I've put my foot on it, I've, this fell is massive and what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You wreck the North Coast. Can I? Right, come on. Yeah. This is really educational. <laughs> so, so Finn, back to Una. Finn McCool goes back to his wife Una and he's like, oh God, this well, is for dinner. He's actually massive. Like, what are we going to do? She was like, wait, no, no, no. I'm not going to be fighting anyone. Why? She was like, you got yourself into was this. Was she mess. a giant? No, she was a, she was a way normal woman. She a fairy? She wasn't a fairy. What would she know about fairies? <laughs> She was just your average you know, five foot six woman. You know, from the Saturdays. Healy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. He was like, right, okay, God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I know. He's going to come over here looking for me. I'm going to dress up as our child, a baby. And whenever he sees me, he's going to be like, oh, fuck. What height was that child? They didn't have a child. He was going to dress up as a baby and pretend to be their child. She was barren. Um, and he was like right so whenever he gets here and he sees the size of the baby aka me he's going to go fuck well if that's the size of the baby he must be massive and he's going to yes. shit himself run back over to Karn Ram with his tail between his legs so let's see if that happened right tune in next week for part 2 normally joking follow my page for part 2 no one cares what happened so Finn McCool is in his wee bassinet, he's got a wee bow on his head, and he's giving it all the goo goo ga ga, whatever. I, this actually sounds like a fever dream from when I was like five. So then, Fim, oh, so then, do you ben, get taught this in school? Because it's all going back to me. Yeah, so then Ben O'Donnell comes over and he's like, Right, where is he? Where is he at? I'm gonna kick his fucking. <laughs> I've just been there a match and my team lost. Da 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 da. Um, and Una's all, Are you looking, our Finn? He's away, he's doing a message for me. Come on in, sure. And, um, you know, you can just wait here for him. Are you you're a friend of his? And he was like, you know, not wanting to tell Femmacle's wife, I'm going to kick your husband's fuck. And he's like, oh, yes, yeah. I'll just come over to see him. And he didn't re- respond to my text and I was worried. Um, He's like, oh, come on. She's like, come on in, come on in. Don't mind. Don't mind the mess. You know, we've just had a baby. And he sees this big brute in the corner of a bassinet just giving it all the goo goo ga That's Finn McCool. But he doesn't know that. Would the first question not be how are you still stand them? <laughs> well, it's rude to ask. Ripped some and women, some surgeon, and women just go through it all. <laughs> so anyway, he didn't like to ask, and she was like, "Are you hungry?" He's all, "Oh no, no, no! She'll, you'll eat something. You'll eat something." So she made him a wee cake, right? She put a big stone in the middle of it. When he bit down into it, he shattered all of his teeth, like yourself. Snake. Shattered all of his teeth and he was like, oh my God. <gasps> oh, ow, ouch. Oh, <laughs> spitting out his teeth like he just took a fucking whole box of Tic Tacs. And she looks at him and she goes, oh, what are you like? 
I cook them cakes for the for Finn and the baby all the time, and they love them. She gives a separate cake, one without a stone in it, to the baby. I remember all of this. And Finn McClue bites into it, and he's giving it all the mm, yum yum goo goo ga ga. Bennett Honor is in his head going, what the fuck? She is raising some big brute of a baby. <laughs> Finn McCool must be absolutely massive. I hope so. Lucky you, no? So. So. Una was like, no, the baby eats them all the time. And, you know, he's, he's teething and everything, but he's eating them. <laughs> so. <laughs> Bennett Honor was like, what the hell? And puts his finger in the baby Finn's mouth. And at which point Una would have been like... Um, Get your hands off my child, please. Absolutely, hey, Pedro. Also, why is he in the house? Yeah. Well, no, you check the meter, there's no need to be finger in my child. <laughs> Prince Andrew, get off. So anyway, <laughs> don't be crude. Don't be royalist. Um, And baby Finn McCool bit down as hard as he could on the Benadonna's hands. And was like, oh my God, what the fuck? You're raising some big brute. Your husband must be absolutely massive. Tell him I'm a shitty bastard. Tell him I'm a shitty bastard. And he ran. And he lifted the stones and he was like, I'm going back over to Scotland. And he threw all the stones and he... And that's where we get the Jance Causeway. He shit himself and let her on the way out. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. The end. Yeah. So what's the whole point of that? Are you doing this music thing again? Because the last time you gave me homework. No, that was really, really good. Thank you. You asked me for like an Irish folklore tale. No, you really educated me. But do you think, is Finn McCool like a really famous story? Well, it is now that I've just told it, the way that it was des- designed to be told. I don't know. I don't mean that. We it's... got taught it in school. Well, that's but it was, was just saying, something cause... that you just knew. But Whenever you were, we were growing up, it I was just... I didn't know it until you told me it. You've never heard of Finn McCool. Oh my god, it all came back to me when you're saying about like putting your finger on a child's Dressing mouth, up as the baby, yeah. Which is a bit creepy. So whenever... But do you think other people across the world know that as well as they know like Shamrock Shillelagh's Banshees? I don't know, probably not. But whenever, they should do. So whenever I was researching it, because I was like, oh, I'll not give myself too much homework this week because obviously I'm working flat out. So we'll do something that I know. Well, I'm glad you're committed. And... <laughs> And um, so I was, re- I was, re- I was like, I'll do Finn McCool because that's a good fun one, and you know I can make it, I can have fun with it, and I, I can make like it my own. I feel like it's a new thing. Finn McCool. <laughs> yeah. No, it's from like. But like not, I mean, for like Irish American tourists and all coming over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They built that whole new like visitor experience. Yeah, so Coast. it used to be, it used to be free to go. Well, it still is if you know how to get in through the back car park. Yeah, but how am I going to fit a fucking Ford Focus through some wee gates? <laughs> That's not what I drive. Oh, I don't drive. It's the first... <laughs> I'm such a girl. It's the only car that came into my head. But do you think uh. that, like... This is what I mean, my whole point, when you thought I was being cheeky to you. But it's like, see when tourists come over here, do you think they leave being like, I heard this story about Finn McCool? Well... And they go back to, like, a dinner party in Connecticut, and they're like, wait till you hear... <laughs> Friday night dinner <laughs> in Hartford. If you're listening, I love you. <laughs> um, so the there was never any. That's just like a story. But we've always known. Well, I've always known growing up being like giants. Yeah, is to do with the giants. Finn McCool, the two fighting. But I don't clans. feel like that's like a defining thing of Irish like history or mythology. I think it is. I don't think that the outside world. No, no, no. So they're all hung up the, on like, um, the idea of a leprechaun. The, what do you call them? The wee like basalt. Um, like hexagons. What's six? Sexagons. 
one, two, a hexagon six, pentagons five. Whatever. Octagons eight. Yeah, I know eight. I'm not completely dense. I don't know what seven is. So the all those like wee stone casings like that are all over were formed from a volcanic eruption because there used to be a volcano underneath that part of Conte Antrim. Oh my god, you just shattered the illusion. I know, I'm so sorry. So I didn't but this give is, away this any is, of my fairy This secrets. is the point of this is never will. ties in. So they formed like 400 million years ago or 400 billion years ago. Yeah. And so, you know, civilization and humans growing up in Ireland have always used the story of the the big giant man using those as stepping stones to get to a certain part of the world. Yeah. So the story of Finn McCool, I was struggling to find like what, what any kind of year or any kind of time frame that it came from. Because, just because they're the same geography, just separated by <clears throat> Because it's um, always been yeah. Because like we were all joined together at one point, like in as part Scotland of have the same rocks. That's yeah, what's so fascinating about it. So whenever they like separated, that's where the story came from. So the story of Finn McCool is probably like bullshit. Thousands of years old. Absolutely not hundred. It's not hundreds of years old. There's no truth in it at all. You. There's children listening to this that are loving the story Fuck of Finn them, go to bed. And you've just, <laughs> you've just shot there to the illusion. Good, I'm glad. So. And it was a perfect illusion. Is that Lady Gaga song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Look at you what? acting straight. <laughs> Is, <laughs> Is that, that a Lady Gaga song? Your girl, Miss Germanata. I've seen her. I've seen her once or twice. Anyway, folks, welcome back to the podcast. Um, is that us? Yeah, I think we had I fun. I think we covered loads. I learned a lot. Did you learn a lot? Yeah, I learned a lot. Did you learn anything from me? Um, I learned that you just can't be nice anytime I do something. No, I was talking about fairies. Oh, yes. I learned about um, the the baby clothes. Oh, the christening gowns? The christening gowns. That blew my mind as well. These are all dressed up like wee fruits so you don't get taken by the underworld. No, I would watch that episode of Dry Grace. <laughs> Come through, Mama. Can dipped into a basin of water. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh. season twenty-two coming at you. So that's us done for this week. I think. All biz. What's All happening? All biz. Well, we've another seven days without each other, Aww. and then we're straight back in with another episode. Episode ten. <gasps> Double digits. Tenth times the charm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to tell them? What's the theme? Oh no, you, I like to hear your voice. You tell them. Who have we got next week? Oh, our surprise celebrity guest. Mm-hmm. We have been putting the feelers out, and so is she, because we have Linda Martin in <gasps> studio to discuss vagina rejuvenation. Linda Martin of Eurovision fame, so I'm going to be... Of pop stars Ireland, Nadine Coyle fame. Uh-huh. She's getting Lucy, she's getting Juicy. We're Ooh. finding out how she's keeping herself young down there. <laughs> <laughs> and it does tie into the theme <laughs> it does tie into the theme what is our theme our theme next week is girls on film the box the, the big, big box. box not that box no. television the shows that reared us when the parents were at work doing the double and we're thinking about it how many shows see you have a very different upbringing to me yes I, because I didn't have RTA up here in the had, 90s we had different RLs I got mine from the mountain in Leitrim <laughs> Cavan and up Culkin Mountain so we got all the RTE shows 
Yeah. But you got Channel 5. We had Channel 5. I didn't so really watch... I missed out on that. I didn't really watch <laughs> Channel 5, except it was the only place that showed Naldi. No, we... Oh, but I didn't, re- I didn't really like him. He's oh, a bit clownish. A bit clownish. Yeah. Oh, it's nice that you can say it now. I know. No, we had RTA 1, 2, TV3, TG Cahar. TG Cahar. Um, Has some good so shows. I was all about watching The Den. Never say no. That. Oh my God, you're so sheltered. I know. And then there was the <laughs> other, there was the other one, and they were like massive puppets with like floppy sock ears, and they walked about speaking in Gaelic. Oh. I'm gonna send it to you. You'll love it. Okay. But um. No, Zig and Zag. Even better than Zig and Zag, because they sold out and they went Channel Four or something. Mm. But no, I wasn't into the Brits after school. Oh, don't say it like that. CBBS? No, I don't think so. Tracy Baker. I think I was on. getting a the wee Queen's bit too knows. old for CBBS, but I love CITV. Oh, was that? That's all gone now, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I don't know what it's called now. I couldn't. I don't it's watch kids' TV anymore. anymore. If you go on to like ITV at four o'clock anymore, there's no, nothing there. No, there's for you. nothing there. I'm sorry, what kids. You can't go to school. You just can't watch TV. But you can watch Tappan Point. <laughs> Here, you'll probably get a better maths education than I ever had. Um, yeah, as well. Me, as too. And me also <laughs> agreeing at yeah. the end. And that's us also finishing the pod. Be safe this Paddy's Day. Don't go out unless Be you safe. have to. And well, this is it. As much as we're talking about going in the absolute rip, which we planned it, like, just tear it into a couple of cans again us and a bottle of powers in the house by yourself and with your bubble. Yeah. And if you feel the need to walk out anywhere... Uh, especially Centra, just wear a mask. Wear a mask, wash your hands, and please just, don't pay with cash. I don't know why we feel the need that, to give this, because people are still going to act like cunts. I know. I'm Imagine reminding people to wash <laughs> their hands. Wash, I know. Rotten. This time last year, I was like, are people actually having to be told to wash their hands after the pitch? For 20 seconds. But yeah, wash your hands for 20 seconds. Um, don't kiss anyone unless you really have to. And don't go partying unless you're really good at it. Unless we're invited. (laughs) See you soon. Bye. God bless. (laughs) Saddle up. That was a good one.